0: This is People Every Day. Coming up, Dave
1: Chappelle says he'll meet with members of the transgender community on his terms as he reveals that film festivals are refusing to show his upcoming documentary. Plus, why the assistant director on Rust was fired from his previous film. And what celebrity astrologer Eliza Kelly has to say about those Leo lovebirds J-Lo and Ben Affleck and more star-crossed couples. It's October 26th. Hello, hello. This is People Every Day, and I'm your host, Janine Rubenstein, here with you this Tuesday. So much important stuff to get into today, but I'm sitting here now in a sweatshirt that I got from Insecure Fest over the weekend, which was a big block party event that Issa Rae threw in South LA to kick off the final season of her hit Emmy-nominated HBO show, Insecure, which I love. And so I have to quickly touch on something that's bubbling up in the wake of the premiere. One of the characters on Insecure is supposed to be a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, which is the first Black Greek sorority founded in 1908, and of which I am a proud member in real life. Shout out to all my AKA sororers out there. Well, a few of my sorority sisters were upset to see that the character Tiffany, played by Amanda Seals, wore what appeared to be a official sorority paraphernalia on Sunday's episode. And they made those concerns known on Twitter. And it kicked off a whole debate that Issa even got into. She responded sarcastically, writing, Oh, let me tell HBO to delete one of the upcoming episodes then. Hold on. (laughs) Now... Alpha Kappa Alpha's corporate office has even weighed in saying they are looking into the matter. And well, look, I get that we worked hard for those letters and insignias, which are trademarked. But I also get what Amanda Seals had to say about it. Tiffany is a character on a TV show. And a a really good TV show, I will add. All right. Out of the Twitterverse and into real news, let's talk Dave Chappelle. In the wake of all the controversy, he's speaking up about his upcoming documentary, Untitled. During a recent stand-up performance that was posted to Instagram, he said that because of all the backlash surrounding his Netflix comedy special, The Closer, and comments he's made about the transgender community, his new documentary is being dropped from film festivals.
2: This film that I made was invited to every film festival in the United States. And some of those invitations I accepted. And when this controversy came out about the close of, they began disinviting me from these film festivals. And now, today, not a film company, not a movie studio, not a film festival, nobody will touch this film
1: He also addressed the recent allegations about refusing to talk to the trans community at Netflix after they invited him to join a conversation.
2: If they had invited me, I would have accepted it, although I am confused about what we are speaking about. I said what I said, and boy, I heard what you said. My God, how could I not? You said you want a safe working environment at Netflix. Well, it seems like... I'm the only one that can't go to the office anymore.
1: All in all, Chappelle says he's open to talking about the disagreement, but under three conditions. The person he meets with must have watched his whole special from beginning to end. Um, They must meet at a place and time of his choosing. And they must admit that comedian Hannah Gadsby isn't funny. Now, this is. Might be a joke that he was making at the end of that, but earlier this month, Gadsby was brought into the controversy by Netflix's co-CEO, Ted Sarandos, who used her as a strong example of LGBTQ content on the streaming service. She was not too happy to be dragged into the Chappelle conversation, though, and in response, she slammed Chappelle and Netflix. Now, Chappelle seems to be slamming her. This story just keeps going. Okay, now for some international news making headlines. Japan's Princess Mako, who's 30, is following her heart and letting love lead her away from the throne. Here to break down the new drama surrounding the Japanese royal family is people's Stephanie Petit. Take it away, Stephanie.
3: Well, Janine, a princess from Japan just got married, but without the fanfare we have come to expect from a royal wedding— Princess Mako, she's the niece of the Japanese emperor, wed her college sweetheart Kei Kumiro, on Tuesday in a private and subdued ceremony. The thing is, Kimuro is a commoner, so the princess had to give up her royal status to marry him. In addition, she turned down a $1.3 million payout from the Japanese government, which is traditionally paid to royal women who lose their royal status when they marry. After submitting their marriage registration at the local ward office, the newly married couple appeared in front of journalists. Princess Mako said, "'I am very sorry for the inconvenience caused, "'and I am grateful for those "'who have continued to support me. "'For me, Kay is irreplaceable. "'Marriage was a necessary choice for us.'" Kimura proposed to Mako in 2013, but their relationship has been under public scrutiny since they announced their engagement in 2017. The wedding was delayed several times, in part due to a dispute between Kimuro's mother and her former fiancé. The backlash over the relationship has gotten so bad that the palace announced earlier this month that Princess Mako was diagnosed with PTSD in the wake of the media coverage. As for what's next for the couple, it's very possible that they'll start this new chapter in the United States. Kimuro recently graduated from Fordham Law School and currently works for a law firm in New York.
1: Thanks, Stephanie. Look, you got to do what's right for you, man. And and Princess Mako, if you're listening, all is not lost. I know a pair of royals out in California who would probably be game for a double date. <laughs> now for a quick real estate update for you. The much-talked-about minimalist former home of Kim Kardashian and Kanye, or excuse me, Ye, which he's officially changed his name to now, is up for sale again. Located in the Hollywood Hills, it's currently listed for just under $3.7 million. So I will be calling my realtor to just... Talk about that. (laughs) All right. Moving on to some serious stuff, though. We got an update in the Jelani Day case. This is the 25-year-old graduate student who went missing under mysterious circumstances and was found in the Illinois River last month. The coroner in the case issued a statement recently saying that Day's cause of death was drowning, but added that, quote, the manner in which Mr. Day went into the Illinois River is currently unknown. So, More to come out of that. And then there's the latest news out of the shooting incident on Alec Baldwin's Rust set that claimed the life of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. It's been revealed that the assistant director, David Halls, who handed Alec Baldwin the prop gun that discharged and killed Hutchins, was reportedly terminated from a previous film after a situation involving a firearm and an injured crew member. So in 2019, Halls was an assistant director on the film Freedom's Path, when a gun unexpectedly discharged on the Arkansas set. A crew member from the sound department reportedly jumped back from the blast and incurred an injury. That film's producers told Deadline and CNN that Hall's, quote, was removed from set immediately after the prop gun discharged. Production did not resume filming until Dave was off site. They also added that he, quote, was remorseful for the events and understood the reasons he was being terminated. A new assistant director as well as a new armorer were hired for the duration of principal photography. Production of the film finished successfully. Wow. Wow every day a shocking new detail we will keep you up to speed as more comes out on all of this next up what do the stars like the real ones up in the sky have to say about the stars down in hollywood stick around for my chat with celebrity astrologer Eliza
0: kelly looking to step up your mother's day flowers the home depot has an idea
1: I am really pumped about my guest now, who can tell you everything there is to know about you. No, I'm not talking about Penn Badley from Netflix's *You*, but the hilarious celebrity astrologer Eliza Kelly. She's sitting cool as the host of People TV's new show, *Celebrity Astrology Investigation*, where she looks to the stars to understand our favorite stars. And she is here with me now. Hi, Eliza. How are you doing? I'm good. Hi, Janine.
4: I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. No
1: problem. Well, so astrology isn't just month-related with symbols. It's much deeper than that. So uh, for the novice
4: out there to this craft, is there a quick guide to understanding the basics, I guess? I mean there's a few different there's a few different ways to go about it. I honestly think that, you know, one of the metaphysical magical truths of astrology is that you will receive the information at the right time when you need to receive it. So, if you are finding yourself thoroughly fulfilled by reading your horoscope, that is, you could stay there for as long as you want. I have this meme that I like to reference, which is an iceberg. And at the tip of the iceberg of everything that you can see, it says horoscopes. And then at the base, that mammoth of really where like the the meat of this object is and where it takes up so much real estate and it's so huge and so complicated is astrology. Horoscopes mm, okay. are really the tip of the iceberg.
1: Got it. Got it. So 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 now let's jump into the love pool. I remember how I felt when Benefer got back together earlier this year and it was constantly on my feeds. But I guess you can say that you saw it coming, right? So so from your findings, what do the stars say about their second chance romance?
4: Well, I I mean, let the record show that I did not predict Benefer. <laughs> I predicted many, many things in my time as an astrologer, but I was just as amused and shocked and delighted when Benefer came back into the fold uh, (laughs) as everyone else. However, when I looked at the charts, I was like, oh, okay, this is very interesting because their timeline tracks these eclipses. The eclipses moved onto the Gemini and Sagittarius axis and the eclipses have a 19-year orbit So the last time they were in those positions was the last time that Benefer existed. Oh, So discovering that Benefer seems to be on this 19-year eclipse cycle is really compelling and really fascinating.
1: Of course. So speaking of all things romance, I am digging Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. So how did the signs lead them together, and what does the future look like for them?
4: Their astrology is you know, very compatible. Mm. Um, and the way mm-hmm. that these two are compatible is through healing. One of the most meaningful signatures I would say of their chart is that Courtney Kardashian's sun sign, which is in Aries, activates Travis Barker's Chiron, which is the wounded healer. It's the place of um, a deep pain that we've endured. Mm. And when I saw that he had gone on this airplane for the first time since he had that horrific accident mm-hmm. that felt so son Chiron to me, you know, mm. son is identity. So it's Courtney's identity is challenging him to really embrace and explore his chiron, that wound. And I think that there's a lot of healing. There's a lot of authenticity within this relationship. And I know that authenticity is not a word that we throw around often with the Kardashians, but there's something that seems very genuine about the connection between these two people.
1: Mm, I like that. Well, so what other celebrity relationships do you see making headlines in the coming future?
4: I have my eye on uh, Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde. I think that this is a really interesting and cool one. And we do talk about it on the show. Uh, Harry Styles is just this like Aquarius King air sign. I mean, just like the poster child of being an air sign. He has so much Mm -hmm. air in his chart. Air is the sign associated with... Uh, the mind and it's very social. It really likes to stir the pot. It's very curious. It's very intellectual. So Harry Styles from his birth chart, it really looks like he's committed to wanting to challenge the status quo and shake things up. And based on the chart that I saw of Olivia Wilde, it seems like she's really along for the ride. She's really down for that. So they may not have a traditional relationship. Mm. I think that it's very likely that we can anticipate them moving outside of those norms of what uh, maybe even a monogamous relationship would be.
1: I can't wait to dig in deeper to that relationship. I need more from it. But you saying that it's not traditional makes sense because we're not getting as much full frontal PDA and all of that that some of the celebrities are doing. So we have to, you know, watch for it. Okay. I I have a quick one for you. Mercury and retrograde. (laughs) Should this really be blamed for as many
4: things as it's being blamed for these days? Yes and no. So Mercury retrograde happens four times a year, three to four times a year. And it is when Mercury, the planet of communication that governs transportation, dialogue, text messages, emails, the internet, postal services, you know, all of the things that we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. goes backwards. It's not going to ruin your life. It's going to create these very obnoxious inconveniences that are certainly really annoying in the time (laughs) and place that they occur. But if something happens that is, super destructive in your life like you get fired unexpectedly or you find out your spouse is cheating on you like something sort of just disastrous mm-hmm. that's definitely not mercury retrograde mercury does not have that yeah, much bigger power. power than mercury yeah, in exactly. retrograde <laughs> exactly <laughs> there's other stuff that's going on so i do think that you know when for instance facebook properties went down for five hours or whatever Mm -hmm. it was a few weeks ago during mercury retrograde certainly mercury retrograde was involved in that but it was also you know the other planets connecting to that it was part of a sort of a larger constellation no pun intended of variables not exclusively the work of mercury retrograde because mercury you know it doesn't have it doesn't pack that much of a punch
1: That was celebrity astrologer Eliza Kelly on the most buzzed about Hollywood romances. For more on this story, head over to People.com. And now, something to make you smile. We are nearing the time of year where, you know, we give back a little more than usual. And a little boy from Minnesota is all about putting others before himself. Five-year-old Emmett Cox loves spending time in his family's pumpkin patch. Last year, his parents wanted to teach him about money. So they began selling their harvest. After they earned 400 bucks, Emmett had the generous idea to donate the profits to Toys for Tots. Here's what his mom, Anna, had to say about his giving spirit.
4: He had mentioned his pumpkin money, and I said, well, if you want to donate some of it, that's that's perfectly fine. And right away he said, nope, I'm going to donate it all.
1: And this year, he already has $100 on the books, and he plans to donate that to his church to build a playground. I love that. And, and guess what? You reap what you sow, Emmett. I will talk to you all tomorrow.